Hey, this is Zach Catanzaro. And I'm Walker Lukens. We're the hosts of Song Confessional, the only podcast where today's top songwriters turn your anonymous stories into original songs. This week, we've got a salacious tale of train platforms and anonymous hookups. Austin songstress Buffalo Hunt transforms the confession into a cinematic indie pop gem, exploring the dark pleasures of our bad decisions. Listen to Song Confessional at KUTX.org or wherever you listen to podcasts. From KUT and KUTX Studios. And welcome to This Song, the podcast where artists talk about the songs they love and give us a glimpse into their creative process. I'm your host, Elizabeth McQueen, and in this episode, we'll be hearing from the Austin-based singer-songwriter, guitar player, and dance inspiration, Kevin Russell, who fronts the band Shiny Ribs. Now, if you're here because you heard the shortened version of this story on Texas Standard, welcome! We are so happy that you came to listen to the full version. And if you have no idea what I'm talking about, well, Texas Standard is a daily news program produced by KUT, the sister station of KUTX. KUTX is the radio station in Austin, Texas, where we make this podcast. And Texas Standard, they ran a shortened version of this episode on their program. And seriously, like, if you want a great in-depth look at all that is going on in Texas, then you should check out Texas Standard. If you live in Texas, they're probably on your local public radio station, but they also have a podcast, which you can find on the podcast app or Stitcher or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, now on to Kevin Russell. Kevin has been an integral part of the fabric of Austin music like forever. He was one of the musical forces behind the Gourds, a band that has pretty much gained legendary status here in Austin, Texas. Like they started playing their own brand of rule-breaking Americana in the mid-90s and they had country instrumentation like acoustic guitars and mandolins, but they played all manner of genre-bending music. Like one of their big hits was a cover of Snoop Dogg's Gin and Juice and their live shows were always killer. They went on hiatus in 2013, which was sad for many Austinites, but luckily for us, Kevin Russell had been doing this side project called Shiny Ribs since 2007. And the band got a reputation for playing genre-bending soul and pop that made you want to, like, move your body. And Kevin got a reputation for being an incredible dancer. Shiny Ribs put their fourth record, I Got Your Medicine, out earlier this year, and of course, we have been loving it here at KTX. They came into Studio 1A, our gorgeous live performance studio here at the station, to play a live set. And like I said, their music makes you want to dance. So we cleared out all the chairs so the audience could dance. And yes, our studio at the radio station is big enough to have an audience and like a dance floor. Afterwards, Kevin spoke to me about a song that opened him up to playing the kind of music that makes people want to boogie down. So here he is, Kevin Russell of Shiny Ribs. I was at the tender age, I'm, I'm guessing I was maybe nine, 10 years old. I had one of those early uh, mobile music machines. It was the Panasonic 8-track mobile. It, you know, you hit the top of it, it was small. Mine was blue, and so I'd get these eight tracks, 
and uh and my favorite i mean i can just remember this i listened to this constantly it was carl douglas album called Witchfinder general and the hit was kung fu fighting the carl douglas version it's very important everybody was kung fu And I know it's been saturated and it's done to death, but to me, as a kid, at that when it came out, that just blew my mind. Because you know, for a ten-year-old boy, it's got kung fu <laughs> fighting, and it's got this great groove, and it's so catchy. And and you know, it, I, I, you know, I'd just seen Elvis. My mom took me to see Elvis when I was a little boy, and and Elvis was into kung fu as well. <laughs> and I I swear I wore that eight track out. I would just walk all over listening to that over and over kung fu fighting what was it about like that song i mean you said it had some like yeah. vital elements yeah it had a good groove yeah carl douglas was a cool guy you know black dude and he had like the japanese headband and he had wore the kung fu suits you know and he has a kung fu guy and he was just a cool guy, you know. I mean, I just loved him. I thought he was the coolest dude in the world. And uh, that song was just so great to I'm, me. What do you think it is about that song? Because probably now it's like embedded in embedded. yourself. Yeah, no, right? yeah, like no, it's yeah. A, it's a part of you. Absolutely. So, I mean, if you had to like kind of kind of break it down. Mm-hmm. I think to me, you know, it it uh, it opened my, uh, opened my ear maybe to more uh, soul music, R&B stuff that, I wasn't really hearing a lot of it at the time. Mostly what I was hearing was uh, pop music and country music, rock and roll. So, uh, and you know, Carl Douglas sort of bridged that gap. He was very pop, but he's from the soul R&B world. And uh, so I think for me, it opened my mind, opened my ear to that, that whole genre and made me, you know, more receptive to stuff like when I heard Earth, Wind & Fire then. Like that, or the Commodores. I love the Commodores. That I just yeah. So that, but that was pop music for my day. You know. So I mean, you, you said you grew up in a music, like in a house with a lot of music. Mm-hmm. Um, were your parents musicians? My dad, yeah, sang and played guitar. I mean, he didn't do it professionally. Um, and my mom loved music, and you know they danced. They loved to dance when they were young, and uh, they had tons of records. And you know, every they listened to everything really. Um, rock, early rock and roll, country, pop music until they got, you know, I think my dad became like born again for a while, and he listened to too much Jimmy Swagger, and that, I didn't understand that. Did his music <laughs> taste go downhill for a he's second? Still, he's like, still oh. a musical taste, but you know, and like anything I would be into, or me and my brother would be into. You know, my dad's comment, we'd play it in the car or whatever, and his comment was always, well, that's pretty good, but they couldn't carry Merle Hager's jockstrap. <laughs> or George Jones's jockstrap. They were interchangeable, those two jockstraps. <laughs> they call me No Show Jones. They call him No Show Jones. I'm telling them ever on. We seldom ever on. The stage is singing my songs. My whereabouts are unknown. We call him No Show Jones. They call me No Show Jones. But, you know, it's interesting to me, like, so with the Gourds, you guys kind of veered more country, you know, yeah. like more traditional mm-hmm. folk or yeah. like it was like crazy country yeah. sometimes, right? Mm, yeah. But when you got to do your own thing, mm-hmm. Shiny Ribs, yeah. I mean, that's a, 
It's a soul band. It is a soul yeah. band. I mean, it didn't start out that way, but it just gets become that. I've always loved soul music, and 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 uh, you know, uh, and the Gourds, we did a little bit of that too. You yeah, know, we did. We were a you know any genre. Yeah, you guys did a lot. of We stuff. were pretty all over the map, but but we were based in the country instrumentation. And that was sort of the idea of it. I hear the police sirens; they're whining every night. From South First and West Mary all the way down Band of White. So and we, but you know at the end we were sort of leaning that way more towards uh, more rock and roll and soul kind of stuff uh, just what I was doing and what Jimmy was doing so um, yeah it was a natural progression for me um, but it took a while it took a while once I had the horns that's really what sort of pulled it that totally that direction because all of a sudden I had the Tijuana train wreck horns. I could do any of that stuff. I could do funk and soul and New Orleans R&B stuff that I love. You know, all this music I love, I could, I could mine that and start writing in that way. So that's what I've been doing. Do you feel like that part of you like has always been trying to find a way to? Yeah. Get out? I think so. I think it was always in me, you know. Because uh, people ask me, like, where I learned to dance. And I used to dance when I was a little kid. I danced to me. We, me and my sisters, we danced. We'd play records. We'd have dance parties. We'd do dance routines with the grown-ups at, at their gatherings. You know, we, we, we were always doing it. I loved to dance. And then at some point, you know, I guess I hit the teenage years and became a angry young man. And I quit dancing. I quit moving. Uh, like a lot of men do you know become you know macho and obsessed with the masculine uh ethos right and we stop doing stuff like that because we don't want to be seen as uh gay or vulnerable or weak you know these are all things that happens to a lot of men especially men from where i'm from yeah (laughs) so i quit doing it you know and then at some point in the gourds there was a song i did and uh, Keith was playing this beat and it was just so great and I started dancing and people loved it and I loved it and I was like man why I, I like to dance <laughs> I'm gonna start dancing <laughs> so but I feel like when you were in the gourds I never heard like you gotta see Kevin yeah you gotta see Kevin's dancing but when you started Shiny Ribs yeah. like I remember John Coons coming up to me and being mm-hmm. like have you seen Shiny Ribs right the way Kevin dances <laughs> is amazing so yeah do you think that i mean was shiny ribs like also a way of like giving yourself a a place where you could dance yeah absolutely yeah because i I mean if i go to a club if i go to the broken spoke i'm probably not gonna dance you know i'm i'm not really a public dancer i never really was much of a dancer in public but when i'm on stage i can do anything i want so it's it's partly performance art but it does give me that that space to do it in and I'm glad I got it. Do you feel like part of your mission too is to like tell other guys, yeah, to like allow them to drop that mask of masculinity? And like- exactly. I I really want that message to get across to to the fellas out there. Is like, you don't have to be ashamed of who you are. You can move. You can shake your butt if you want and move your hips. It's okay. You know. Uh, you know, and I think I'm getting through to some of them. Last night in Dallas, there were some some boys up front dancing with the Shiny Soul Sisters, do imitating their dances. 
And I was like, oh, hey, it, we're starting to crack the veneer. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> time like after you know you hear kung fu fighting when you're 10 or 11 mm-hmm. kind of opens you up to like yeah. hearing mm-hmm. soul music mm-hmm. did, did you ever fall down a hole with like soul and r&b where that was like pretty pretty much what you wanted to listen to or what you wanted to explore did it always kind of run parallel with other stuff it's always run parallel i mean um i would say yeah i mean i i, I still love to listen to conway twitty i'll listen to conway twitty all day lay you down and softly whisper Pretty love words in your ear Lay you down and tell you All the things a woman loves to hear uh, All of it, too. I, I know what Conway Twitty is, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I'm not ashamed to admit. I love that stuff. Uh, so Conway Twitty is one of my favorite singers, but so is Al Green. Oh, baby, let's stick together. Marvin Gaye. George Jones. I love country music and I love soul music. And then there's those people that bridge that that those styles together, you know. And I, that's what I'm trying to do. And I, I think the soul is winning because I that's just the way I'm moving. So, but uh, there's still a little country in there, it's deep in there. You know, it's still in there. Well, I like your definition. You were talking to Jody Denberg in the studio and a performance mm-hmm. and talking about like what swamp pop is. Mm-hmm. And how Swamp Pop is yeah. like a bunch of the guys from the country yeah. trying to do what the guys from New Orleans were doing. That's how it sounds to me. Yeah. They didn't have the chops. They didn't have the uh, the recording technology. They didn't have great technology to record on. And um, they were just trying to play R&B, you know. I mean, who are some of the great like Swamp Pop bands? I feel um, like I should know this, but I Cookie don't. and the Cupcakes, uh, their version of Matilda is like, that's like a cornerstone of Swamp Pop. I, I'd say that's like the quintessential Swamp Pop song. Your love for me will always be got any Van Broussard, Johnny Allen. I don't know if you've heard Johnny Allen's version of Promised Land, but it, it's better than Chuck Berry's or Elvis's put together. <gasps> I said it! Live my home in North Virginia, California on my back. I stand on that Greyhound rolling on a rolling board across Caroline. And a lot of these guys are still around. They just had a big thing on Fat Tuesday down in Ville Platte that a friend of mine went to. It was like a Swamp Pop reunion. Uh, and then there's Little Band of Gold as a more recent swamp. And that, that, they're mining all the swamp pop stuff. Well, let's go to Lafayette. Go on to the cage and twist. Go on twist round and round. Go on twist up and down. Did you have to, like, go through a thing to get to the point where you could dance on stage comfortably? Because it is a really vulnerable place. Yeah. And you've been oh, yeah. on stage for a long time, but... yeah. But it's a different thing to sit oh, yeah. up there with a guitar in front of you yeah. as like a protective shield mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and to dance. Like, did you have to go through your own kind of... Sure. Yeah, you just have to get used to it. You just have to do it. 
and you know, you can't care what anybody thinks. And so, you know, I mean, I, I, it's just something you have to go through. <laughs> it's it, you can't be self conscious about it because I mean, you will be, but you just have to ignore that and plow through it. And then it's sort of like when a when a when a city boy or a city person puts on a cowboy hat, you know, and they don't normally wear cowboy hats. You feel like, yeah, I feel kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> but is it then, goofy? Is it cool? Is it goofy? Like, is it cool? Am I, are, they, are real cowboys going to think I, they're going to know I'm not a real cowboy? Uh, and then if you just keep wearing that hat, it, you just own it. Yeah. It's the same thing. You just keep doing it and you'll own it. Don't leave it alive. Stir the water. But tread softly on the thoughts of others. On your fathers and mothers. And if you get And this is Don't Leave It Alive from Shiny Rib's new record, I Got Your Medicine. And if you like live in Texas or Colorado or the East Coast, then Shiny Ribs will most likely be near you sometime in the near future. So if you're a man or a woman who's ready to start dancing your way out of the shell that society put around you or if you just want like a spirit lifting experience, then please go see Shiny Ribs. I will make sure to have a link to their tour dates on the show notes page for this episode on KUTX.org. And I will also make sure to have a link to the Studio 1A performance by Shiny Ribs so you can get like a better sense of what the band is about. And you can find the Spotify playlist for this episode on that page. We put all the songs we reference in that playlist so that you can hear all the songs all the way through. And if you liked that interview with Kevin, then please leave a rating or a review on the podcast app or like equally as cool. Share it with your friends and family, your people who like podcasts or your best friend who's like never listened to a podcast, but who maybe loves shiny ribs. We want as many people as possible to hear these stories and you are the best person to get the word out. Do you have any songs that make you like want to dance? If you do, then we would love to hear about them. You can tweet us at the song KTX, or you can send us an email. We are this song at KTX.org. You can leave a comment on our Facebook page, or you can even go old school and call us. Our number is 512-766-9066. Hey, if we get enough responses, we'll make our own dance playlist and share it with you. And that's it. We have come to the end of another episode of This Song. This song is a production of KUTX 98.9 in Austin, Texas. This episode was produced and edited by David Sanger and me, Elizabeth McQueen. Kelly Seal is our excellent intern. Taylor Wallace curates our Instagram. And thanks to Deidre Gott and Peter Babb and Todd Callahan for all they do for this podcast. And thank you to Texas Standard for running the shortened version of this interview. And it's true. Our theme song is Mahout by Austin's own Hard Proof. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or Snapchat. Our handle is at this song KTX. 
You can like us on Facebook and you can subscribe to this song along with the other KUTX podcasts, Austin Music Minute, Liner Notes, and Song of the Day on iTunes. Right on. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next time. KUT's next AT Explained live show is April 3rd. Brand new stories about Austin's people, places, and culture told live on stage by your favorite KUT journalists. I've never gotten any specific invites from Steiner Ranch. And that's about the time Charlie chomped down on that chicken. I will hypnotize you into securing my law services. Join us April 3rd at the Paramount Theater for KUT's next AT Explained Live. Tickets are on sale now. Get them at austintheater.org. And we'll see you there.